SaaS people to the SaaS Revolution show, bringing you front row seats to the SaaS Revolution courtesy of Sascribe Media. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Alex Zuma, and super excited uh, to be joined today by uh, Guy Nearpaz, a CEO and co-founder of Tatango. Welcome to the show, Guy. Thank you, Alex. Happy to be here. Yeah, no, well, we're, we're really happy that you're here. And, uh, and now, Guy, I mean, you, you'll do a better job, I'm, I'm sure, uh, uh, of explaining, you know, what Tatango does, uh, you know, than me, for sure. And so, you know, can you go ahead uh, and give us a snapshot of exactly that? Sure, sure. So Tatango is a pioneer in the customer success space. We provide customer success platform. And the role of a customer success platform is to help SaaS companies and other subscription-based businesses to retain and grow their customer base. Our unique approach uh, with regards to customer success is that we believe that in order for customers to be uh, customers for life, um, they need to see value from the product and the best way to understand if they're getting value from the product is to actually see um, in reality are they using the product in the way that it was designed to deliver on the value. Of course, there's other dimensions of information, but that's kind of the key point of view that we have uh, with regards to how do you retain and grow your customer base. Okay, okay, thank you for that. Um, I think, you know, that's uh, that, that's pretty clear. And now you... Uh, uh, you co-founded uh, Tatango in 2010, uh, I, I believe, and, um, and going back to when you started, how, how did you uh, acquire your first few customers? You know, how did and how did they help you shape Tatango? That's a that's a really great question. Uh, when we started Tatango, we were still in Tel Aviv. Right now, Tatango is a global company. Our headquarters in is in uh, the Bay Area of San Francisco, and we have uh, the engineering office in Tel Aviv and some other. Uh, global sales offices, but when we started, uh, we just used, uh, we crafted, my partner Omer uh, crafted this presentation that tells this story and just started to send it to some folks from various companies and basically just said what I said before, this is what we were planning to do, do you think it's a problem, would you like to, to hear more? And uh, this is how we got our first 15 customers, I remember that we were still just coding the initial parts of the product and we got initial reaction to the problem. Obviously, since then, we've morphed significantly uh, with regards to how the product looks, uh, but the initial core idea was uh, almost the same. Okay, and you mentioned, you mentioned your, your partner and co-founder there, uh, Omar Gottlieb, and uh, what, what's pretty incredible when you mention it on, on your... Uh, website that uh, you were born on the same day, same time, same town, uh, and only met 14 years later. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, who came up with the idea for Tango? Uh, to Tango, was it was it you or was it Omar or or, or both of you? <laughs> so, so, I think the story is that we were kind of uh, close to our uh, 40s uh, when, when we started, since we've, uh, we were born the same day, so we were close, you know, the same distance close. Uh, and we decided that we want to do something together for the first time, actually have something professionally working uh, together. And so we sat down and said, okay, we're going to do something now, let's just make a decision of what we want to do and uh, it's not brainstorm. Both of us came from um, 
similar backgrounds. Omar spent uh, several years in the telco business, which was very early in subscription. Uh, and uh, I've spent many years in uh, enterprise software and, uh, um, you know, big data while it was still called uh, uh, grid computing. So we kind of married those two ideas. How do you innovate in the subscription economy, which SaaS obviously is part of, and how do you marry big data ideas into that? And this is how the customer success idea morphed into shaped into um, idea company and you know business. Yeah. So uh, you know, how is it working with uh, uh, with a close friend? As some say that you shouldn't start a business uh, with a good friend. Yeah, and I, I can clearly understand why uh, why is this saying. I would say that in our case. Uh, it actually works really well for us. Uh, we have uh, a lot of mutual respect and we have this mechanism that we've developed over the years for uh, conflict resolution. So I think for us, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to have Omar as a co-founder. Okay, very good. And, uh, and now you, you do uh, a lot within the community. You, um, I mean, you do a big annual event. You also do meetups. Now, um, I guess kind of regarding the, uh, the meetups, uh, I, I think you recently had one in, uh, in, in August. Um, uh, and I understand uh, you personally presented a guide called uh, Customer Success Cubed. Uh, now, uh, what is Customer Success Cubed? Um, you know, for, for, <laughs> for, for, for those that weren't there and have never heard of that expression before. Yeah, uh, customer success cubed. Uh, obviously, customer success is relatively a very new term in the industry. Hmm. I think everyone in uh, SaaS these days is going to feel more closer to the fact that there is customer success. I mean, a few years ago, we had to convince that there's actually a need around customer success. But I think today everyone realizes that, you know, someone needs to own the processes around retaining and growing the customer base. So that's kind of customer success. But with that said, I still think that there's a lot of confusion. So I was, I've been thinking before this uh, meetup to create this kind of uh, simplified version. I call this the simplest guide you'll ever find about customer success. And, and truthfully, I'm trying to explain customer success in a very simplified form. Uh, where customer success is basically success of three things, which is why it's cubed. It's the success of your customer, it's the customer success process, and uh, the success of your business. And these are all interconnected. Obviously, retention and churn and upsell is directly correlated to the success of the customer. And uh, outcome of the customer success process is about improving the success of the customer, which improves the metrics around customer success and business success. Um, so that, that's kind of the, this idea. Um, you know, so th there are three things that we're managing in customer success. We manage the success of the customer. We manage the success of the process and the team, and we manage the success of the business. And if we realize that these are the three simple things that we're dealing with, then customer success becomes more of a, okay, so how do I start and do it? But it's more around, you know, just do it, uh, um, experiment with that, iterate and improve. Uh, it's not a huge complicated concept. It's just a, a practical way to think of those three dimensions of success. Okay, that's very clear. And I think, you know, a, a good idea. 
uh, as well. And um, you, you know, I think uh, from the the, the meetups that, that you have, I mean, how, how often do you have uh, uh, customer success meetups? Is it monthly, quarterly? Yeah, so we have uh, customer success meetups uh, almost every every month. Uh, we have also regional events. Uh, we join community events. There's an uh, event uh, uh, this week in, in, in Boston, and we follow up with a meetup as well. Uh, what we're trying to do uh, with regards to that is just, you know, foster uh, community conversation around customer success ideas and get the practitioners together to learn best practices. Um, if you look at the, uh, the theme of the Customer Success Summit we've held uh, on March this year in, uh, in San Francisco, it was all around uh, sharing best practices from pr practitioners. We've recorded some of that and we've, uh, we've put this on uh, customersuccesssummit.com. Uh, for those of you who haven't uh, had a chance to, you know, um, spend two days in San Francisco for the summit. Okay, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely uh, uh, provide a link to that in the uh, in the transcript. And uh, I guess uh, your summit this year, you, you had around about a thousand people, and, and that's grown. Um, you, you know, I, I guess from a couple of years ago. When it was probably near nearer the, the the hundred mark or like kind of a smaller uh, sort of meetup, so you, you know, do you take from that that this is a, a real you know sort of building movement uh, around customer success that it is you know the, the the next big thing? Definitely, definitely. I I, I can just uh, clearly see the continuation between uh, you know the funnel where you had businesses around marketing automation and lead generation, content marketing, and then the pipeline, how do you turn a, a, a lead into a deal, and now how do you take a deal, a customer, uh, which is a human being, it's not a deal, and you help them be successful so their lifetime value uh, uh, grows. And I think uh, you know the, the Customer Success Summit is, is a very good story in which uh, you know, like a meetup, we started that three years ago in 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 twenty uh, in twenty thirteen, and the idea was uh, to talk to every um, every every customer success VP or director that we uh, engaged with, uh, wanted to meet with the peer group, right? So we 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 threw this event uh, pretty casually. We called this the Customer Success Summit. It was the first uh, ever customer success uh, group event industry wide. We invited uh, 60 people, 100 people came, and this year, two, two years later, uh, over 1,000 people uh, joined the summit. To me, this reflects the, the fact that there's a lot of interest and a lot of, uh, um, you know, it's not what is customer success, it's more around the practical advice, what do I do, how do I build my customer success machine, uh, things that are very similar to other movements that we've seen in the past, you know, the move from uh, waterfall development into agile development, the move from uh, QA being uh, post-process to becoming part of the process and so forth. Okay, awesome. And, and, <coughs> and maybe, uh, maybe next year's Customer Success Summit will be 10,000 people. Yeah, could yeah. be, could be, could be. <laughs> um, okay, so now um, I, I, some, I guess some questions um, specifically, you know, around customer success and maybe less uh, around to Tango itself, uh, and almost, uh, I, I guess, uh, 
a, a, a general knowledge test of, of customer success, which I'm sure you'll, you'll pass with flying colours. But uh, you know, do you think um, you know churn uh, is the most important lever for subscription businesses? And you know what is the key to control churn? I think churn is extremely important. I think um, you know with the high churn growth is uh, is jeopardized, and growth is important in the business. Uh, I think it's uh, not necessarily uh, the right approach to look at uh, uh, a churn as the metric. Churn is the result of uh, uh, customer uh, success and, and value being delivered to customers. So for that reason, customer success teams needs to uh, adopt, uh, go from the defense into the offense. And the offense is how do I make sure that my customers are successful through their through their journey, onboarding, adoption, uh, growth, and, and, and so forth. And the keys to, uh, the keys to uh, overcome churn, uh, you could look at that from two dimensions. One is, you know, at a very high level, make sure that your customers are buying a product or if we're talking about SaaS, a product, and, and, you know, there's a clear business outcome that they've bought this product for. And make sure through onboarding and beyond that they're actually uh, that you as a company or the customer is being delivered all this value. Because if they're not, then they will uh, make some other decisions. Uh, either look for different alternatives, which is churn, or uh, downgrade, which is revenue churn, or will you know seek a completely different avenue of solving this problem, which is a, a churn uh, churn as well. Another very important uh, question that I feel most companies need to ask themselves, and you know, on, on an ongoing basis, when a when customer leaves, uh, why do they leave? Why did they leave? You know, what uh, you know, what are the things that could cause a customer to leave, and then rank those um, risks and start working on uh, fixing the problems that are leading to uh, reasons why customer leaves could be wrong sales to begin with, but it also could be onboarding that took too long or onboarding that didn't end up at the right point of value for the customer or the fact that uh, there's a high, uh, uh, um, high uh, churn of people using the product, so onboarding new users and training them and so forth is extremely important. There, there are multiple reasons. The key is to understand what those, what those reasons are and to focus on improving on those dimensions. Okay, okay, very good. And so now, um, uh, customer success uh, existed long before uh, SaaS, uh, but is it true today that the first market for customer success is SaaS companies, and why do you think that is? So I, I don't necessarily agree that customer success existed before SaaS. Okay. Uh, I think the reason why uh, customer success is so important is because the business model puts the uh, power in the hands of the customer. And it's because of subscription, the power in the hands of the customer. It's a subscription and SaaS, I would say, because SaaS, in most cases, is subscription or pay-per-use type of model and uh, dis uh, digital distribution model which makes it very easy to switch from you know one vendor to the other vendor. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think SaaS really kind of had this uh, meeting of the 
uh, uh, trends in which the model is subscription, so the revenue is highly dependent on your ability to retain and grow your customer base, which is maximize lifetime value, and at the same time, uh, um, switching cost or um, sw switching uh, ability that uh, didn't exist before. And those two uh, require and mandate the, uh, the, those vendors to make sure that the, they are proactively working towards retaining and growing uh, the customer base. So for that reason, we're seeing kind of early um, adoption of customer success within the, the SaaS companies. I think the, the, the term itself, customer success, was coined for the first time by uh, Salesforce.com, and that's obviously the uh, up till today the most successful SaaS company that has ever been created. Sure, no, abs absolutely. Okay, um, uh, and, and do you think then? Uh, I mean, does customer success uh, pay for itself? Uh, you know, and if so, uh, are customer success platforms uh, easy to sell? Uh, customer success, uh, yes, pays for itself. It's much like uh, does like asking does sales pay for itself. Uh, companies that treat customer success uh, as a cost center, like support or uh, you know other uh, if you will, uh, quote unquote, necessary evils of the business are simply don't look at customer success from from the right angle. Uh, customer success is a strategic initiative to maximize customer lifetime value. When you think about subscription business, you have three revenue streams. You have new, renew, and growth. Customer success deals at, in at least two out of three, uh, uh, renewal and growth. Um, does it make it easy for the customer success vendors to sell a customer success platform? From a need perspective, yes, it's very, very clear. Uh, but since the market is so early, I think a lot of uh, companies are uh, making their first uh, attempts with regards to customer success. So uh, I think customer success today is a very much of a consultative sales, and um, it, is, it has a lot to do with uh, not only selling the product, but also selling the best practices of, you know, how to leverage a customer success product in order to be uh, successful in customer success. And this is, I think, uh, one of the key focus area of the market these days. How do I actually do it? That's, that, that's the key question. And it kind of goes back into the conversation we had before, uh, the customer success cube, which is, you know, what are the basic principles to get this done? Okay, great answer. Uh, thanks for that. So I think just two more uh, questions before we come to the end of uh, uh, end of the show. Um, now, I mean, some of this, uh, I guess, next question you've you've answered across the various questions we, we we've asked already. But uh, you know, what what is the uh, the, the guy Nearpaz recipe to help SaaS companies become successful? Um, so I, I will kind of uh, uh, shameless plug on that is. You know what we wrote with our customers a couple of years ago, the customer success manifesto. I think these are the six principles that I wholeheartedly believe in. Uh, customer success is about delivering value. First and foremost, delivering value for your customers, uh, and then everything else. Uh, so that at a very high level, you know, it's a it's a value customer centric value based thinking, and I 
try to do as much as I can that everything that comes from my team to our customers is a communication over value or an engagement over value. It's not about how are things. It's about how can I help you be more successful in what, in what you do. So I think at a very philosophical level, this is it. From a practical level, it's the ability to know what is the value customer is getting and how to drive it even, even further uh, and building the processes and the procedures around that. I also, coming from uh, uh, many years in lean and agile software background, I also see a lot of parallels here where customer success needs the agility and the flexibility to iterate quickly where you experiment with something and you get the learning and you make the adjustments. There's no uh, silver bullet. I think there are concepts that are right, but for every business it's a little bit different and every business will need to uh, understand what is the right best practices for them to be successful in customer success. And obviously uh, there's a lot of ways that uh, I feel we can help them with, but uh, that's my silver bullet for customer success. Okay, awesome. And uh, we'll link to the uh, the customer success manifesto as well within the uh, uh, published transcript. And now, um, uh, I guess the final question, I, I, I was uh, uh, looking for a joke today or trying to think of a joke around, you know, something taking two to tango, but uh, I, I couldn't find one. So in, instead, the final question uh, <laughs> uh, will be, uh, you know, what, what is the name of, the, of your rock band and uh, where can we get your album? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't know. We, we don't have a name, although our bass player is a customer success VP and uh, our drummer is also... Um, a CEO of a SaaS company, so <laughs> we'll see. I, 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 you know, it's it's rock, right? So we cannot use corny names like customer success band or something like that. <laughs> so we'll probably figure something. You know, the 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 Led Zeppelin copycat. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, well, maybe the listeners or, or readers can. Uh, you know, provide comments uh, and uh, send in some suggestions to uh, uh, to give your band a name. But um, but on, on that note, uh, I, mean, I mean, you've been a, a great guest and some uh, really sort of insightful uh, answers there around customer success and SaaS and uh, and business uh, in general. So you, you know, thanks for uh, uh, being with us today, Guy. Thanks very much, Alex. It was a, a real pleasure. No, so, so the pleasure is ours. And, and, and listeners, you know, if you enjoyed this uh, episode, then we'd love it if you uh, rated uh, and reviewed uh, uh, this particular episode. So you've been listening to the SaaS Revolution show, and uh, we'll see you next time.